Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it is February 12th, it's 2019, and we have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. It's only a five-game slate, and I am not solo on a five-game slate like I usually am. I teased this podcast when we were at the RG party, and um, I'm really excited to bring on two of my oldest and two of my best friends in the industry. I'm going to start with a guy you guys see his face every day, Beer. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. It's been a long time since we've uh, been together here on the pod. Had a great time in Nashville. Maybe too great of a time, but shook off the cobwebs and looking forward to this. Uh, always a great time getting together with my boys here talking some hoops. All we want to know before I introduce our, our third person here is, was your small pizza good um, after the Super Bowl? Oh, too small, man. Come on. I see these guys walk away with big giant pizzas. My wife orders this little personal pill. Like, what the heck is this? So, so what's coming up short in the pizza department, no doubt. So I was a little disappointed there. If it if it makes you feel any better, Britt Devine stole one of the pieces, one of my pieces. So um I'm glad I had a bigger one. But well, our third person as I did. That, that, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Our third person is somebody you read his stuff every day. So we see Beer's face every day. We see Noto's words every day. Notorious, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, doing good. Always uh, glad to come on the show. But, uh, you know, having a kid is a little bit of a grind doing these at night. And uh, we were at the party. And I was rather intoxicated. And the next day, my wife says, hey, you agreed to do the uh, podcast once a week or with Stevie. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so now uh, I didn't remember that till now. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I like that we're doing the three-man. Those are always my favorites, so uh, I'm really excited to do it. Yes, sir. And it wasn't once a week, Derek. Don't worry. I got well, your back. Yeah, I don't even it's, know. Yeah, it was it was, once or, it was once or twice a month. Um, oh, that's not bad. We, we, we know how the kid life is, all of us being dads, uh, so little easier um, to do it once or twice a month. We're going we're gonna to bring beer in every once in a while. Will wants to do some three mans with you. Maybe we get SBK back from like his foodie adventures and like we we have some fun with this. But smaller slate going into the All Star break. Um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotor Grinders links. That way you get any access to any promo that we do with Fantasy Draft. It's right there on the page. They got a bunch of stuff going on for NBA. Listeners League will be in the comments section right as I post the podcast. So make sure you jump into that. Um, they did the two five-mans for the last two weeks, and uh, whoever won those two today gets their $25 ticket and entered into the King of the Hill for the month, and the winner of the monthly one will get tickets to an NBA game. So make sure you guys are checking out Fantasy Draft, playing in the Listeners League, and taking down some cash. We get started on this five-game slate with the Lakers and the Hawks. 236 total here. Lakers fav favored by five and a half. Lonzo Ball. Josh Hart are both out. LeBron James is probable. Derek, I'll go to you first here. What are we looking at here on the Lakers? Yeah, this should be a fun one. Uh, Hawks first in pace of play. Lakers fourth in pace of play. So uh, both teams going to be 
Uh, up and down the floor, it should be high scoring. And as you mentioned, it's going to be close as well. Um, so it's lots of like here. LeBron, I think he uh, bounces back in a big way. You know, he's kind of been quiet his last couple of games, but uh, his price is reasonable across the industry, 11-2 on FanDuel, 10-5 on DraftKings. So I don't mind starting my lineups there. Uh, with Rondo coming off the bench, I probably can't go there. But, uh, you know, you can look at Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, some of these guys. Um, I like Javel McGee on DraftKings at 4,800. He's a guy that can fill up the stat sheet against a team that doesn't defend the paint all that well. So I'll probably be looking at LeBron and then uh, be pairing him up with McGee where I can. Chris, we're we're big dudes. McGee, you know, he's a pretty big dude too. Um, what do you like here on the Lakers? I'm loving McGee for sure. I mean, LeBron, no doubt. You, you look at Atlanta and DraftKings points given up. They're in the bottom two against point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward. Center's the one spot where they're somewhat respectable. I still want some exposure to JaVale McGee. I just feel like he's too cheap. Finally getting minutes. Finally a guy you can count on. You know, we don't have to worry about Zubach and Chandler. It seems like McGee is going to get the run. So he's a guy at, you know, it's way too cheap on DraftKings specifically at 4,800 coming off a big game and the price only jumped up a hundred. So really like him. The other guy, like Kyle Kuzma, we're starting to get back to, you know, the production in the forties that we were used to kind of went on a lull there, dealt with some injuries Getting back into form, he feels like a pretty good buy low as well. I mean, look at the shot attempts alone, 42 shots in the last two games. So there's going to be points in this game. I think Kuzma and McGee, definitely some great buy lows in this game. And, you know, just just to kind of mirror what you guys are saying, it's Atlanta. We stack against Atlanta each and every day. They stink on defense. They play at a very fast pace. This game's going to be very fast back and forth. Projected the fastest paced game on the slate. It's a pace up spot for both teams. The implied total for the Lakers is eight points higher than their season average. This is just a great spot to attack the Lakers. Beer, what do we like here on the Atlanta side when we're running it back? That's the problem. You know, there's a few pieces <laughs> that, you know, you can be like, okay, they're all right. You know, I guess the two guys that stand out to me, if I have to go with Atlanta, you know, I'm more on the Lakers side of things, but obviously Trey Young starts there. You don't have Jeremy Lin there anymore. He looks like he's going to Toronto. So, you know, maybe Young gets a few more minutes, a few more shots here. Never mind picking on Rondo defense, even coming off the bench. So I like Trey Young. The other guy for me is John Collins. I mean, the price, it's getting up there, but 7,500 on DraftKings. Still think there's meat on that bone as well. And I think the Lakers interior can definitely pick on him there. So tough to get too excited here about any Atlanta Hawks. But I think for me, it's the big guys, Young and Collins. Derek, you know, Beer brought up a very good point with Jeremy Lin uh, expected to be bought, bought out. Um, do we finally see, do we finally expect Trey Young's minutes to, you know, go back to 34-ish? Um, is he a guy we need to jump on now? Uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, you would think so. But for whatever reason, reason the Hawks are just spreading out their minutes. Uh, a lot of the teams seem to be doing that. Uh, lately, if you look at the last four games, nobody except for Trey Young has averaged over 30 minutes. So uh, they're definitely spreading out their minutes, but I do like Trey Young, by far my favorite player here. He's actually scored at least 29 fantasy points each of his last 10 games, even with uh, you know playing less than 30 minutes in each of his last four. So if that number gets up in the 30s, got to think he's going to be one of the better plays of the slate at point guard. And then I don't mind looking at the cheap wings. You got Huerta and Torian Prince. You know uh, they are going to see minutes in the high 20s, but uh, 4,800 for uh, Huerta, 4,500 for Prince. I think those are both viable plays. And I agree with Collins. I think it's a good spot for him. He just hasn't been playing as many minutes lately. I'm not sure exactly why they're limiting his playing time. Um, 
you know, maybe they've been, been involved in blowouts. Uh, I can't really remember it off the top of my head, but for whatever reason, he just hasn't been getting enough run. Um, but if he gets minutes in the 30s, then he'll definitely get there. Before we move on, one last guy that I want to bring up is Reggie Bullock. Um, you know, his minutes should be around 30. I know it's the Lakers side, but I totally forgot to talk about him um, making the McGee big man joke. He's 3,400 on DraftKings. He's cheap on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft as well. With Hart out, I expect Bullock to play around 30 to 35 minutes tonight. And he's obviously a guy that relies on getting shots up. Um, I'm expecting more shots than the five shot attempts he took against Philadelphia. So you want a cheap guy, Bullock, interesting, but not a must play by any means. We move on. Spurs at Grizzlies, 208 total here. San Antonio favored by four and a half. Rudy Gay is probable. Derek White is still out. Kyle Anderson is out. We start with the Spurs, and we start with you, Derek. Um, is there any Spurs on your boots today? Yeah, this game is pretty much the exact opposite of the Lakers game. We have uh, the Grizzlies, who are 30th in pace, the Spurs, who are 24th in pace. So not going to be great in terms of uh, fantasy production. It does have a low spread, but... Don't really love anyone in this game. You know, there's only five games on the schedule, so we might have to pick our spots here. But, um, yeah, for the Spurs, I think if you're looking at anybody, it's probably going to be DeMar DeRozan. His price has come down a little bit. Still averaging 40 fantasy points over his last four. Uh, the one position that the Grizzlies have struggled against is shooting guard if you're looking at defensive efficiency. Uh, outside of that, probably not a ton of interest. I mean, I know Aldridge is cheap and Bertans and Forbes. All these guys are cheap. I just don't know which one to trust. So, for me, it's probably just going to be DeRozan. Uh, yeah, beer, slow paced games are not good. You know, we like slow paced games when we're on the court, uh, but <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not really digging this one. Is there anything here on the Spurs that you like? No, we, we could fit in pretty well in this game. I think, you know, all these, all these guys, <laughs> not, you know, not, a, not a huge up and down game. So I, I don't, you know, DeRozan's a good call. I don't mind LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, Gasol was their main defender down low. He's not there anymore. You know, Jaron Jackson, we know is a guy didn't get into foul trouble. Ivan Rab, I like offensively. We'll see defensively. So I think it'd be a sneaky spot here for for Lamarcus Aldridge. Price is down a little bit, a little bit cheap. Obviously, not a guy I'm going out of my way to get. But if he's one of the last few pieces or a low owned guy in a tournament lineup, I think he's the guy I'm going to be targeting here for the Spurs. Outside of that, again, I don't disagree with DeRozan. Really tough to get excited about. You know, the point guards. You know, Mills, some of those guys, Forbes. Just not a lot of upside there. Mike Conley still one of the better defenders. So sprinkling a little Aldridge and a little DeRozan from the Spurs. Yeah, this game, you know, 17 points lower than every other game that we're going to talk about on this slate as far as implied totals go. Um, it's just kind of why we're not very interested. Beer, I'm going to go back to you here on the Memphis side. Obviously, Valanciunas is waiting on this paperwork thing to happen. They're hoping that it happens today. If it doesn't, do we continue to ride this like Ivan Rob? I, I might actually be good at basketball uh, wave, or what are you doing here with Memphis? Yeah, I think you can go back to that. Well, he's shown a lot of upside, so you know at a mid-range price, when a guy can give you that level of upside, you, you just don't see that in a lot of guys. So again, this game in general, I think will be a, a, a X out for a lot of people. So I expect the ownership here to be very low. But if there is one guy, it is Rab. I mean, you can make a case for Jackson. I like Rab, generally cheaper on most of the sites out there. You know, I think he's got a lot of offensive upside here, even against the Spurs, but not a guy I'm going to go out of my way to get again. This game just just too ugly compared to everything else that we have on the slate. Uh, anything else from you on Memphis, um, Beer? 
Not really. I mean, Joakim Noah kind of came to life a little bit. I, I'm not going to chase those points. I, I still think Rab and Jackson will be the bigs down low. Maybe Jackson gets into foul trouble. Maybe that gets Noah going, but, you know, nothing else for me. Even Mike Conley, decent price. There's other guys at the point guard position I like in that price point a lot better than Conley tonight. Derek, Conley doesn't really have to ball out anymore. He's not getting traded. You know, he wanted to stay in Memphis because kind of balling out, and now he can just kind of, hey, I can back off a little bit. San Antonio does allow the ninth most fantasy points per game to opposing point guards. Do you have any interest in Memphis, Derek? Surprisingly, I have quite a bit. Uh, their implied total is actually two points higher than their season average. Uh, you made good points about Conley, uh, the best matchup by far of the starters. 23rd in defensive efficiency, uh, whether you look at DVA, D defensive efficiency, or defensive real plus minus of Bryn Forbes. Everything lines up for Conley. And the price is affordable. Without Gasol, he's going to have that high usage rate. So I do like him. Justin Holiday has been playing minutes in the mid-30s. I think you can do a lot worse than him as sort of a lineup filler. And then the two bigs uh, interest me. Even if Valanciunas is active, I mean, he hasn't played in two months, uh, so I doubt they're going to roll him out there for 20 minutes. I think he'll see, you know, 15 minutes max even if he does suit up. And if he doesn't, that's even better for Jackson and Rab. So I think they're both viable. Their prices haven't really come up much. Uh, you look at Rab, he's had 42, 33, and 26 his last three games. Uh, Jackson's averaged uh mid 30s in the last four games so i think there's a lot to like here um i know the matchup isn't great and i know you know the pace isn't what we want it to be but um, memphis is used to playing at that pace and you're just getting increased usage from guys that aren't priced up yet and the thing about it like you know as much as we want to hate on this game it is definitely the game that could potentially be contrarian on the slate with only five games we all want to exit off but you're building multiple teams. It might be a game that you might play one or two pieces from just to be a little different. So Joakim Noah, no Valanciunas maybe. Noah, Ooh. he would need Jackson to get in foul trouble again. Um, but don't mess with my Gators. That's all I'm saying. We move on to, hey, we go from my Gators to my Magic. We got New Orleans um, with the Magic in town. 225 and a half total. New Orleans favored by four and a half. Mo Bamba still out. And, and a Windu, I think I said his name wrong again. Alfred Payton questionable. Um, let's start with the Magic Notorious. I, I can't talk about this team. I know I'm going to get a million messages today whether or not I'm playing Terrence Ross or not. Um, I do think it's a good spot to play Terrence Ross. Notorious, what are we doing with the Magic? Yeah, the Magic one of the teams that I rarely get right. Uh, other than Vucevic, I just haven't had a ton of success playing these guys. But uh, Jonathan Isaac's just been awesome over his last uh, – pretty much the last month of play – has the best matchup of the five starters. Uh, the Pelicans dead last in efficiency against small forwards. So I do think you can look at him. I don't think a lot of people will go there since his price has come up. Uh, Fournier, I mean, he's okay for a guy that's going to play minutes in the 30s. I like the spot overall for the Magic. You know, it's going to be a pace-up spot. Pelicans sixth in pace of play, 26 in points allowed per game. So it is a good spot. Um, I would probably lean towards Isaac, uh, Vucevic, and Fournier. But don't, don't mind going to Aaron Gordon. He always has that high upside. Uh, the ownership always seems to trail with Gordon, so I don't really love him you know, as a core play. But uh, I think you can go there. And then, as you mentioned, Terrence Ross, uh, he's just been balling out. Um, averaging only 27 minutes his last four, but during that stretch, 34 fantasy points. The usage rate's incredibly high off the bench. And this is a spot where both teams, I think, are play a lot of guards. So I do think it bodes well for Ross. Yeah, and if uh, Windu... Wandu, Wandu um, ends up sitting. It could increase the minutes a little bit for Ross, and we see maybe 30 minutes instead of 25. So certainly something that I'm looking at. Um, Beer, when we look at the Pelicans, it's certainly a team that we like to attack. The Magic, though, on the other hand, 
Their Fanduel prices have come up, but on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, some of these guys are still playable. What do you like here? Yeah, I really like Isaac. I love that call. He's one of my favorite plays for tonight. You know, the price has come up. I, I think that will scare some people away, but has it come up high enough is my question. I don't know that it has. So against New Orleans specifically, on the wing, small forward is a spot you can really take advantage of. They've allowed the third most DraftKings points at that position. So I liked what I'm seeing out of him. The other guy, Ross, is interesting. Like, we, we've seen the upside. I just think he has so much more upside than Fournier. The worry is, does he see any Drew Holiday defense, who's one of the better wing defenders out there? But I still think he's cheap enough where you can take a shot on him. Booch obviously been balling out pretty much a lock for 40, 45 fantasy points. I'm worried about the upside in this matchup. So to me, it's Ross, but I really love the spot for Jonathan Isaac, going to be one of my higher-owned players tonight. Yeah, and the best thing about Ross, too, is he comes off the bench, so maybe he doesn't see a lot of Drew, and Fournier sees a lot of Drew. Um, Ross's usage with the second unit has been phenomenal lately. So uh, I like where you guys are heading here with the Magic uh, beer. What are we looking at here on the Pelicans? A um, little bit of Elf Peyton revenge if he plays. Um, <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, had to, I had to do it. It's, it's the Magic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you decide now. That's, that's your team. But uh, the, the interesting thing is Anthony Davis. I mean, the price is down to, to 10-3. And, you know, it's a guy that put up 50 fantasy points and only took eight shots in that last game. The worry is the minutes, and he's not closing the games. And what the hell are they doing with Anthony Davis, by the way? Can we can we take a time out here? We've we got some more time on this show. We only have five games. What is going on with Anthony Davis? Um. It's Alvin Gentry. It's I mean, the... why even play him? If you're gonna just if you're gonna do it like this, like sit him down. Why risk him getting hurt and blowing whatever trade you're gonna make? Like if you're gonna play games with him, sit him down. I learned a long time ago, Derek, that we don't even try to guess GMs or coaches. You have a take on Anthony Davis beer? Beer's worked up about it. Um, we need to get him a beer. I, I'm just worked up because I'm like, do I want to spend a ten three? Because that's maybe the lowest price I've ever seen on him. So it's it's a debate. That's all. So Derek, talk me off the ledge here. What's going on with AD? I mean, I don't know what they're doing with them. Uh, you know, maybe they're just trying to lose and get a better draft pick. They do have their draft pick next year. But uh, I don't understand NBA, NBA coaches. There are five or six of them that I just – I'll never understand uh, with Gentry being one of them. But he did play 34 minutes the other night, so that is promising. Um, but that 10-3 price point, man, that's going to be hard to pass up. I'm right there with you, Beer. If he gets 35 minutes, uh, he should smash in this matchup. I know Magic have been good against centers, but uh, there are very few centers like Anthony Davis in the NBA. Uh, outside of him, I think you can look at Kynrick Williams. Uh, he's played 37 minutes in both the games that Davis has played, uh, averaging 34 fantasy points over his last th uh, four games. So I don't think a lot of people go there. He's still only 4,900 on DraftKings, 9,600 on Fantasy Draft. I think he makes a nice little tournament play, whether you want to pair him with Davis or just play him uh, without Davis. Stole my thunder, baby. I love that dude. He's he's balling out. So great call there. He's a the guy I'll be heavy on as well. Just too cheap right now for what he's doing. He's balling. Like, where did this he come is. from? Like, yeah. I, I just I have no idea. Like opportunity. I mean, he's an undrafted guy, and these guys get in there and get that opportunity. And he's making the most of it. And you're surrounded by you know Randall and Davis and Holiday, and he's just he's doing what he's got to do with playing big minutes producing and i think it's a great buy low right now with the 13 percent usage rate too that's crazy yeah he said uh eton more hold my beer um that's <laughs> yeah. what he that's what he's saying but 
I, I, there, there's just no way that I don't play Anthony Davis at this price tonight. Whether he burns me and plays 22 minutes, um, what it, if he plays 25 minutes, like, okay, it happened. But there's no way at 10-3 against the Orlando Magic, I'm not playing Anthony Davis. And I can't talk you off the ledge, Beer, because I'm jumping with you. Um, at least we'll go wow. down together and uh, do it, do it old man style. Let's do this. Let's. It's just. It's too hard to turn it down. I'm with you. Ten three is just ridiculous. So if that's how I lose playing Anthony Davis, better than playing all Zubac and Jabari Parker. Last <laughs> night. I was. I've been waiting oh. for it. I was like, when oh. is Parker gonna get the mention that he deserves? <laughs> there it is. Probably not the last mention. Oh, that guy. Oh man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We move on to one of the better basketball games on the slate. We got Boston at Philadelphia. It's a 226 total. Philadelphia favored by five in this game. Kyrie is out. Baines is out. Derek, I'll start with you with Boston here. You know, obviously, we get usage bumps here with Kyrie out, but we also get minutes that go around. Is there something that you're looking at here um, on Boston that you really want to focus on? Yeah, I mean, I think you can look at, you know, Terry Rozier just always fills in well for Kyrie Irving. The last uh, 23 games that Irving has missed over the last two seasons, he's averaged 34 fantasy points. That's pretty much what he needs to meet value here. Um, And the Sixers are tough against point guards, but he's just been so good at filling in for him this year that I do think you can look at him. Outside of that, I mean, I think Al Horford's a guy that I'll probably be relying on if he can stay out of foul trouble. Uh, I think he'll play well. I believe he played well uh, in the – playoffs when these two teams uh squared off last year I had a really big series so uh those two would probably be the guys i look at you know smart's not a guy that i'd love to use always like jalen brown in tournaments off the bench uh, he just seems to play well anytime uh, irving's out as well and then tatum i just never seem to get him right i know he's been in good form i think he's going to be highly owned the prices come up across the industry so he'll be one of the few uh stances i go against uh tonight i think jimmy butler will probably be guarding him which i try to fade uh, anyone going up against jimmy butler unless they're a true elite talent um, you know, some people in this industry will argue that Tatum is the best player in, in the world. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I had to, and, and CJ, me and CJ have had so many debates about Tatum that I love poking, um, CJ when it comes to Tatum. It, it, I hope he listens and I, I, I get tweets from him today that make it even better, <laughs> but, um, beer, Derek's kind of down on my favorite guy here. I, I really like Brown in this spot. We've been playing him a lot. Um, when Kyrie's out, the minutes go up to around 30. Am I crazy or is Derek on the right track here? Uh, I'm more on Derek's side of things here. All right. Crazy. You guys, you guys can go and, you know, podcast over. <laughs> That's a wrap. Huh? <laughs> I, I said fade Tatum. I like, I like Brown a little bit. All yeah. right. All right. I'm, I'm kind of I'm more fade Tatum as well. I mean, he's played well against Philly this year, no doubt. He's you know over 40 in the two games against them, averaging. But the guy that I like that Derek didn't bring up, Marcus Morris, always gets a big bump with Kyrie out. It's one of the weirdest correlations, but he actually gets the biggest usage bump without Kyrie. He's cheap across the industry. He's another guy that's played well against Philly, and they're going to need his minutes here. So I think Marcus Morris, a, a great value here tonight. So I've actually done a lot of research on this um, because it, it threw me off a couple months ago. He actually stopped shooting. Um, he shoots less threes and his assists and rebounds go up when I, Kyrie's off the floor. So that's why Marcus Morris is always somebody that's interesting when Kyrie's out. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, it threw me off. It was like, it's just one of those weird things that's that weird. when you're doing research, like 
why is Marcus Morris benefiting um, from Kyrie being off the floor? But um, yeah, so I, I do, I do like the Marcus Morris call. He's really cheap across the industry. It's a, a spot that we can kind of buy him pretty low. We're expecting this game to be an all-out brawl. Uh, beer is Embiid somebody we're looking at. What are you looking at here on the 76ers? It feels like Philly is too cheap, you know, specifically on DraftKings. I know they price them down because of Boston and being good defensively, but I, you look at some of the prices here, and the one that really stood out, I mean, Embiid is, is yes, he, he's in play. We don't have a ton of superstars on this slate, so you should be realistically able to fit two of these guys, you know, in that 10K range. But the price on Ben Simmons really jumped out at me at 7,800 on DK. I mean, a guy that's, you know, can put up a triple-double any night of the week, has played well against this Boston team. I mean, he's averaging 50 DraftKings points in two games against them. And at 7,800, I know Kyrie is, you know, the guy that we want to pick on defensively. He's been better this season. But even with him out, I just feel like Ben Simmons is a tremendous buy low tonight. You know, Derek, I, I do the salary tags and you do the cash tags throughout the week. Like, I, I want to tag Ben Simmons as a value play today um, because he's so cheap. Yeah, it's hard not to like him at that price point. And Beer mentioned uh, the splits against Boston are very good. The problem with me is, you know, now that Tobias Harris is in the mix, they have five starters with at least a 21% usage rate. Uh, I can't think of another team in the NBA that has – you know, five starters with that high of a usage rate. And obviously, you know, it has hurt their production uh, with Harris in the lineup. You know, Simmons has struggled the last two games. Uh, we've seen Butler stay around the same, but his per-minute production has gone down the same for Embiid. So I kind of want to take a wait-and-see approach, but I don't think I really have a choice with DraftKings pricing them down so much. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on Simmons. I'll be on Embiid. You know, he's a guy that I trust in any matchup. Um, and 15th against uh, centers is Boston uh, when it comes to defensive efficiency. So, just because they're so cheap, I think uh, I'll have to play some Sixers. And anytime they're at home, they're going to be on my radar. They're 23-6 and six at home this season. It's um, one of the best home court records in basketball. Yeah, so Simmons is all going to be like, you, you know, I play one lineup per night. So, like, for me, Simmons is all going to be about ownership. If he's going to be 40%, 50% on our projected ownership, I'll probably jump off. But I, I do think he's a really high floor play. But Embiid's the guy that I think he's always going to get his. Embiid just does everything. So, like, Embiid, probably my favorite target from the 76ers. Uh, but, I, man, I keep leaning towards that New Orleans-Orlando game. And, I, I, you know, with Anthony Davis being almost the same price as Embiid, like, I yeah. think we're going to get Anthony Davis a little lower owned than Embiid because people are scared. So, I like taking advantage of scared money. Um, that's always my favorite thing. So, we move on. Last game on the slate, Utah at Golden State, 228 total, eight and a half uh, favorites is Golden State. Exum is out, and Iguodala is questionable. Derek, your Utah Jazz up against the best team in the NBA. Um, do you like anybody here from the Jazz? Yeah, Western Conference Finals preview right here, boys. Oh, boy. You, you told us the same thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I, started, so. I, I started last year uh, when they went to. You're going back to last year on me. <laughs> oh. oh boy! Uh, no, this should this should be a good. Day. You're right. This this could be a. I, I like Utah this season. So yeah, since November, uh, they've had the number one defense uh, in basketball. Doesn't mean that the Warriors going to struggle here. But as for the Jazz, um, I don't know what to like here. I mean. Uh, even though the Warriors play at a fast pace, they've been really good defensively, especially when you look at their efficiency numbers. They're seventh or better against point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, and and power forwards. Uh, one position that they've struggled with a little bit is center. 
And, you know, in the past, typical center or traditional centers haven't had a ton of success against the Warriors, but I do think that can change a little bit now that DeMarcus Cousins is getting more minutes. I like Rudy Gobert, 8,200. Probably not a priority play for me. Um, I'd rather spend the 2,000 extra to get up to Davis or Embiid, but I do think Gobert is in play. Then after that, uh, Rubio feels a little too cheap. Uh, Mitchell, always viable in tournaments, but for the most part, I don't think I'm going to have a ton of jazz exposure. Beer, anything that you like here on the Jazz um, now that the Homer's done talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get some real talk here on the Jazz, but no, I don't mind the Gobert call. He's he, he's always seems too cheap uh, across the industry. And against Golden State, generally team, I don't like targeting centers with either, but uh, he is a, a bit too cheap. But the guys I like a little bit cheaper, the Wings. Joe Ingles has played well against this team. He's down there. really like Jay Crowder, though, a guy that they'll need his energy – his defense. So it feels like he could get a tick few more minutes here. You know, a guy that could play 35 minutes, you know, at a pretty cheap price tag and a guy that can provide a lot of different stats and he doesn't have to score to, to just necessarily hit value. So Crowder Ingles, and I don't mind the Gobert call, but again, not primary targets, more of lineup fillers, but Crowder probably my favorite uh, from Utah. I had both those guys written down as well. Um, they both played really well in both meetings uh, against Golden State this season. And they're the type of players that you need the minutes from. I'm surprised um, Mr. Homer over here didn't mention um, Crowder um, at all. Like, man, we're, we're going to have to, like, find out if he's actually a Jazz fan. Um, well, I was saving him for myself, but I, I guess I guess we can get that pick out there. We we everybody in this industry knows you don't save anything, my friend. So um. <laughs> yeah. don't ask my mentions. If there's one guy uh, that I don't mention in the grind out, I'll, I'll hear about it. So yeah, for sure. Um, you know, beer. I like I like Golden State in closer games. Um, this is a tougher matchup. It is a slate that we have a lot of high totals. Is there anything here for Golden State that you like? I mean, it's just the same old cast of characters. You're not going to go wrong with, with Durant or Curry. Their prices are down a little bit. So if I have to pick a guy, it's Curry. You know, Outside of that, I, I don't know that I want to go to Boogie Cousins here. I know the price is down a little bit, but we know Gobert, one of the best in the business. So I mean, Draymond is not doing as much as he's done in the past, but he's cheap enough. So it's one of those, like, I'm not going to tell you, no, don't play the Golden State guys. I mean, all of them are in decent spots, but – None of them stand out as primary targets compared with some of the other guys we've already talked about. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at, too. Um, you know, a slight note that I have noticed um, is Cousins' minutes have creeped up a couple. Um, they've let him play 27 and 27 in back-to-back -back games now. Derek, is there anything that me and Beer are missing here at Golden State, or is this a spot we might want to be careful with them? You know, I listened to the pod yesterday and Will was talking about he wants to avoid the Nets for the foreseeable future just because, you know, there's so many healthy bodies that are splitting minutes. And I kind of feel the same way about the Warriors. Ever since Cousins has, you know, gotten more involved, I just haven't been playing a ton of these a ton of these guys. If you look at their numbers from Court IQ with uh, Cousins on the floor, Curry sees a negative 0.42 fantasy point per minute uh, de decline, Durant negative 0.23. Draymond negative 0.06. Uh, Clay Thompson's the one guy that actually doesn't see much of a decline uh, playing next to Cousins, but I don't really want to pay up uh, for Clay Thompson in a bad, bad matchup. Um, I typically don't like to rely on scorers. I like guys that can fill up the stat sheet a little bit. So I think I'm with you guys. Uh, I don't mind their price points, but probably won't be playing a ton against the Jazz, who again have had the best defense in the NBA since November. 
Yeah, it just it's just one of those games where we want Golden State in close games, but it might just be a spot against the Jazz. We kind of take the wait-and-see approach. But if I was going to play anybody, it'd probably be Curry, maybe Cousins. Um, that's kind of it. And Will's take on the Nets, like D'Angelo Russell just like shoved <laughs> it right in our mouths. Like <laughs> 14, <laughs> 14 assists and seven rebounds for D'Angelo Russell. Like, oh, man, that guy is just the ultimate tournament play each and every night. But – that wraps up breaking down the games. Let's play the morning grind game and then, um, you know, maybe make fun of Derek a little bit more and then we'll get out of here. Um, forgetting that, like, he agreed to a podcast um, is the, the ultimate um, punishment. So, Beer, give me your game. Well, we're looking at these five games, uh, you know, the opening totals. Give me your favorite game to either go over or under the implied total. Uh, I mean, it easy, it'd be easy to say San Antonio, Memphis going under. I'm going to, I'm going to avoid that one. Leave that one alone. I think golden state, Utah could go under, you know, Derek keeps mentioning best defense since the, the stone age here with Utah. So, you know, maybe they show up here and they should, they shut down this <laughs> offense. So I'm, I'm going to take the under on the jazz and warriors on, on Derek's recommendation. So it better not backfire. I'm being those mentions. Yeah, man, those benches are going to blow up today. Uh, Noto, give me your game that you like for over or under here um, and, and be ready for your mentions to blow up when you get this wrong. Yeah, beer uh, or parlay that with the Jazz money line and you'll be good to go. There we go. Uh, right, I'm writing it down. <laughs> At the farm, baby. Uh, give me the, Lake, <laughs> the Lakers and Hawks over. You know, both teams top four in pace of play. Uh, not too worried about defense in that one. So I think that one's going to stay close. And if it does, I like the, I like the over there. All right, and I'm going to go with the Magic game. I'm going to take the over in that game as well. Uh, two sloppy defenses and a pretty quick pace game in that one as well. So um, I'm going with New Orleans over. I feel like a lot of these games uh, are going to go over. Um, and then Beer, I probably agree with you on the Golden State under. Um, Beer, give me your favorite play, first look, under 5K that you think has the potential to go for 7X today. Big dog JaVale McGee, baby. Took my guy. Nice. nice. I can pivot to another. I got another guy. No, ready. no, oh, go for it. That's you, you. Yeah, that's fine. No, you get McGee. That's fine. That, part right. of being the host of the show is I have to go last. So, um, people take my picks all the time. But I got another guy that I have teed up. Uh, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, Derek, we got. Derek's gonna snag him right here. Connor Williams. Oh, Ooh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that was my backup guy. If, if you were going to say, yeah, I'll take McGee, Kenrick was my next pick. So. Is it All right. I keep saying Kenrick. Is it Kenrick? Kenrick, yeah. Uh, um, don't ever ask me how to pronounce it. You know my now. pronunciations are bad. Yeah, uh, Welcome oh. to the crew. Um, that makes three of us. <laughs> were those wow. the two guys you had teed up? Those are the two guys I had noted. Um I'm going to take Jay Crowder. He's another guy that I had written down as a value play that I'm going to potentially write up today. So I'll take Crowder. I think he's probably more like a 6X type of guy, but looking at this like price range, I think he's one of the better value plays in this range, knowing that they'll need him on defense today. All right, Beer, let's see if you can go um, two for two here, taking my picks. Give me a guy over 8K that you think is going to bust and not get to 5X today. Donovan Mitchell will not get to 5X. Has not played well against this Golden State team. As bad as they're going to need him to provide offense, for some reason it's not it's not a good matchup. And Klay Thompson it really locks down on him. So I'm, I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell not to make the – it'll be about 40 fantasy points. Not going to make it. All right. Who you got, Derek? 
Uh, I'll stay in the same game. I'll go with Stephen Curry. Uh, he's only top 45 one time in his last seven games. I know he has a good track record against the Jazz, but again, his numbers take a huge hit with Cousins on the floor, so uh, I'll go under 45 for Curry. All right. The guy uh, I got here that I got teed up today is Drew Holiday. I think like his price is just where it should be if Anthony Davis was still out, so... I'm going to say Drew, even though I think he, 5X is probably doable. I just don't know if he gets like a 6X type of game. So I'm going to take Drew. I do like a lot of these other guys that you guys didn't mention. So um, it's Hold on. Hold on. Stop Stop the tape here. Stop the tape. Okay. Oh, all right. So <laughs> you, Mr. Orlando picks his Orlando defense to shut down Drew Holiday, and Mr. Utah picks his team to shut down Steph Curry. Holy homerism. <laughs> Uh, there's no, there's no magic shutting down anybody. It's just, it, it's, um, I just, I just call like else, I see him boys. I'm, I'm just backing up your under for the, for the jazz game. <laughs> I, I took the over in this game too. <laughs> oh, good thing Milwaukee wasn't on this slate. It would have really been a homer party. Oh man. That's my favorite team to go watch in person. By the way, I go to all, almost all the magic games with the bucks in town. So, um, all right, beer, your six X guy, who you got today? First look that you just are like, all right, this guy, I, I feel really confident about a six X game. I'm going to go with Marcus Morris. Uh, I was almost my seven X, but I, I think 30 is close to the lock for him. They're going to need his minutes here. They'll need his defense. Like you mentioned, you know, great pull in the stats and he gets that usage bump when Kyrie's out. So Marcus Morris at five K, I think he easily goes over 30 tonight. All right, Derek, uh, can't be a jazz guy. Who you got? All right, so I do think uh, all of our cheap guys will get there, but I'm going to go with Mike Conley. Uh, by far the best matchup of the Grizzlies starters. He's been playing well without Conley on the floor. And, uh, yeah, I think he plays well in a close game at home. All right, um, so I don't get any tweets today. I'm playing Terrence Ross. Give me him for 6X. I really like the spot for him. I think this is a potential spot that he could blow up. So I'm going to take Ross. I didn't let Derek take a jazz player, but I'm taking a magic guy. Um, magic are going to shut down Drew. Anthony Davis is going to go off. And Terrence Ross is going to have uh, a big game. And that's that's what you learn here on the morning grind today. Um, it's been fun. Like, I, you know, beer, you did the first ever morning grind with me a long time ago. Derek, we've had many podcasts together, but this one's fun, man. Working with you guys, um, I, I think Chop's going to be a little mad that I, I kind of slid into the OG party here. <laughs> well, hey, when you don't show up to the party, that's what happens. Life happens fast. Yeah, well, maybe we could have made like a four-man booth if he was there, but, you know, where was Chop? Hashtag, where was Chop? Taking down his Christmas decorations. <laughs> Ordering Chinese, right? Isn't that what he does? <laughs> Who knows what that guy's doing? But Chop, we missed you, buddy. But yeah, guys, this was fun. So we got to we got to do it again. All right, for sure. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here, Derek? No, mad respect uh, to you for doing this every single night. I don't know how you do it with all the other stuff you do. And uh, yeah, maybe you can come on the podcast uh, for the NFL for the NFL OGs, and we can turn a two-hour pod into a three or four-hour pod. That'd there be you tough. go. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it a four-hour pod and just drop uh, one hour every day. Um, we would never get through that thing. The, the stories on that podcast would be insane. Beer, any final thoughts before you get out of here? No, dude, glad to be back. Like you said, me and you started this baby off. Glad to see what you've done with it. I mean, this is your baby, and you've been killing it. So glad to be back here, uh, making a return. Always good to see my boy Noto, my boy Stevie, and this looks like a fun slate. I mean, a five-gamer. Generally, some five gamers are, you know, we don't really want to play them, but this one looks like it'll be fun. So 
excited for the slate and uh, it was a good time as always boys yes good time indeed and the slate starts 30 minutes later for us dads it's always good to get those little bit later starts so uh, appreciate you guys jumping on you can catch beer each and every day on the six pack on rotor grinders i know it's not each and every day but you you see his face almost every day notorious has a bunch of stuff going on make sure you guys check out roto academy golf is back bunch of great stuff in there uh for golf and roto academy so if you want to learn more about golf check that out that's gonna wrap it up here for tuesday we'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball good luck in your contest and we'll see you then